Get this. Join the Green Sunrise Podcast's £1.99 subscribers club and become part of a community dedicated to mental health empowerment. Your subscription not only helps sustain our mission, but also grants you exclusive access to bonus content, live Q&A sessions and a supportive network at just £1.99 per month. It's less than the cost of a cup of coffee, yet it's an investment in your well-being and a brighter future. Consider this, for less than the price of a bus ticket, you gain invaluable resources and support. Join us on this transformative journey. Your support makes a significant difference. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you thoroughly enjoy it and please feel free to share your thoughts in the comments. Decide on life. Welcome to day four of the Alcohol Experiment Journal. Actually, before we get to day four, let me give you a wee reminder of what Green Sunrise Podcast does, right? I look out for people who are in a dark place. Not not just dark places, but people who are mentally struggling with life. I actually proactively look for people. If you are one of those people who are struggling a wee bit with life and you just need to be pick me up or you just need a, a friend, a new friend or you just need someone else to talk to, please contact us at Green Sunrise Podcast. There is no phone number as of yet but if you contact me via the social media platforms whether that be on Facebook being the Paul C. Quinn Facebook or you get me on TikTok or Twitter, Green Sunrise Podcast. Or even just a comment. Make a comment uh, on YouTube. You will find me. I will get in touch with you. I will do all I can to get your get your attention. And we can talk about life. I obviously run courses and I run... I run sessions uh, on a one-to-one basis as well. If you're looking for life coaching, life coaching sessions, and you you want to just start the January, or February, or whenever of this year, 2024, in a good way, then contact me. Let's talk. But first of all, before we get to today's today's episode of the day four. Dealing with discomfort, it's called. Uh, let me remind you, you are an amazing person. You definitely matter in this life. When people are struggling in life, the heads go down. My reminder to you is to pick your head up. Reach out to people who are friends. Reach out to family members. They probably, probably don't know. And I can guarantee you this. 
90% of them, I would say, and that's me just throwing out figures there, but 90% of people would rather know your problems. In fact, I'm not even going 90% of people. I'm going 100% of people. 100% of people would rather know your issues in your head than lose you to this world. Please reach out. Let's do this. Today, I am Paul Sequin. Paul Charlie Boy Quinn. And I'm going to go for day four. Okay, day four. Dealing with discomfort. If the only thing that people learned was not to be afraid of their experience, that alone would change the world. Sydney Banks. Sydney Banks, by the way, is Scottish-born philosopher, author, and lecturer. When you go to sydneybanks.com, uh, uh, you'll lo- you'll see this thing. It's called Mind Consciousness and Thought. So his unique philosophy and uh, perceptions that provide new insights in the field of psychology and education. There's another guy that we, we need, that I never knew of until this this book had come fell on my lap. So let's look at the Sydney Laps, Sydney 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 Laps, Sydney Banks in the future. But first of all, let's get to day four, and uh, let's get to it. When you decide to give up alcohol, you might experience some discomfort. I am not talking about severe physical addiction here. If you've been drinking heavily for a long time, your body and mind may have become physically dependent to the point where you have severe withdrawal symptoms, such as delirium tremens or hallucinations. If that's the case, you need to get medical help. You may even need to be hospitalised for a while. When I say discomfort, I'm talking about physical symptoms that occur while your body is healing itself. I'm also talking about psychological and emotional discomfort that comes up because you're not so, sorry because you're giving up something you believe you need. It takes time, up to a week or longer, for your body to rebalance after you stop drinking. While that's happening, you're probably going to feel uncomfortable because alcohol is physically addictive. There are withdrawal symptoms, which are different for different people. When I stopped drinking, I had headaches, anxiety, irritability, and weird nightmares that I accidentally had a drink. The first 10 days were the most intense, but the symptoms went on for about 30 days. Clearly, that's longer than the time it took for the chemical substance to clear out of my body. So what gives? Why did it take so long? Shouldn't we feel better as soon as alcohol is gone? Our bodies are more complicated than that and there's an emotional side to withdrawal as well. When researchers studied heroin addicts, they found that the, sev- the severity of withdrawal could depend on the individual's access to the substance they were addicted to. 
For instance, if the people went, sorry, if the person went to jail and suddenly had zero access to their drug of choice, with withdrawal symptoms weren't as severe as one might expect, but when the person was released years later and then suddenly had access again, the withdrawal symptoms came back. How weird is that? How is it possible to go through several years after ingesting a substance that demonstrates how physical and emotional withdrawals are intertwined? That each affects the other and our subconscious can easily keep things buried for a long time and then allow them to resurface later. Changing your mindset. What helped me get through this initial period of physical withdrawal was flipping my mindset. Instead of seeing the headaches and anxiety as punishment for an addiction that I should have been able to control, I chose to see them as signs that my amazing body was healing itself. It was willing me to be sick and put up with discomfort to make my body whole again. I knew I had been treating it poorly, so I decided to treat it with kindness and give it whatever time it needed to heal. If you're not feeling your best right now, cut yourself some slack. Imagine if you were a child feeling sick. Would you yell at her for being a bad person or tell her she was going to get what she deserved. Of course not. You'd tell her to rest on the couch, eat chicken soup, and maybe watch some cartoons. You'd tell her to let her body do its job. Give yourself the same courtesy. The emotional aspects. As you probably know, there's more to withdrawal and physical discomfort. There's an emotional side as well. Sides are all tangled up with each other. It's almost like as soon as you get a handle on one, the other falls to pieces and you're so tempted to give this experiment and crack open a beer. I get it. On the emotional side, you might feel sad, angry or resentful. After all, you're giving up something you believe you enjoy. Your subconscious believes you need alcohol to loosen up, relax, have fun with your friends, or handle stress. When you take that coping mechanism away without dealing with these subconscious beliefs, there will be consequences in the form of emotional distress and cravings. That is why I'm calling these 30 days an experiment. You're simply testing the waters to see how you might feel if you weren't drinking. Your subconscious mind isn't necessarily going to like that, but it's better than laying down the law and saying, no more alcohol ever. That kind of ultimatum can result in a full-on emotional mutiny. 
throughout the course throughout the course of this experiment you're going to explore those subconscious beliefs of yours one day at a time you're going to read a little bit about different ideas that might make you question what you once thought was true by the time you reach the end of this book in fact you might decide that you never need or even want another drink and your subconscious mind will totally go along with it that's called spontaneous sobriety and if it happens all the time it happened to me when your conscious and subconscious minds are in harmony and desire the same thing there's no cognitive dissonance and when that happens there's no struggle you have no cravings and no desire to go back getting curious but that's later for right now simply realize that your feelings and physical symptoms are real take the time to feel them honor them appreciate what your body is trying to tell you and do not give into the temptation to use alcohol to numb them these symptoms are temporary they will go away in time so what can you do in the meantime how do you handle the emotional discomfort and strong desire to give in my solution was to get curious about my own behavior anytime i had a strong urge to drink i sat with it and went deep into what was going on i became an internal reporter i asked myself questions all the time to find out what i was feeling exactly and what was actually causing me to feel that way sometimes I feel like I was missing out because I was with a group of friends who were all drinking. Other times I had a hard days at work and I felt like I needed a drink to calm my nerves. Other times I felt like I'd been good for so long that I deserved to have a drink as a reward. Today instead of trying to ignore or overcome your discomfort by having a drink ask yourself why do i want to drink right now what is it that i think alcohol will do to make this moment better and then ask yourself is that true if you're completely objective and honest you might be you might surprise yourself with your answers do this little exercise first write down your answers or record yourself in a video diary or voice memo by doing this you're observing the symptoms as something separate from you you're giving yourself perspective and a little bit of time for the feelings to subside and remember that your body is amazing it's taking care of you right now by getting rid of all the toxins and has had to deal with for a long time yes 
you might feel your best for a bit. But when the process is complete, your body will feel better than ever. And consider the online social challenge of alcoholexperiment.com. You can find thousands of others who are also doing this experiment. Sharing your insights with others in a safe, judgment-free environment is incredibly powerful. Day 4. Journal Questions Remember all the wisdom you seek is actually inside you. The most important words in this experiment are the ones you tell yourself. Take some time to answer these questions in here or in a separate journal, which is most effective. A voice memo to yourself or simply by speaking the answers out loud for you to hear. Day 4. Reflections from AlcoholExperiment.com Good days but bad nights. Woke up at 3am, not feeling the best but definitely not hungover. And a bit of a headache this morning. I spent the day thinking about all the holidays and times with my kids I don't remember. Yesterday, it dawned on me how much time alcohol has stolen from me. Yes, I let it. But the reading today was very much reinforced that I am generally happy, still thankful. Robin I have been having such strange dreams. I feel such a physical difference. I don't realise alcohol takes so long to get out of your system. So even though I binge drink once or twice a week, I was feeling so crappy because I was never alcohol free. I had constant headaches, fatigue, bloating, nausea. I am learning so much. That was from George. Didn't expect the physical symptoms to be so real. Glad I understand why I was having them. Still better than being hungover. Need to be gentle on myself and others through this. Can't wait to sleep again. Hector. So let me give you my 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 thoughts on day four. Dealing with the discomfort. What sticks out to me is the fact that you don't have to give yourself a hard time. Now this book this book will go on about that you shouldn't be giving yourself a hard time for doing this. This is just, this is just an experiment. Whether it's a, just a, a reminder of why you you chucked drinking alcohol. Or maybe it's just a, or just, you're just trying to test your body. Maybe you're giving your body a chance. So, definitely look at, look at, looking after yourself, obviously. Uh, but now you may be aware of the fact that alcohol can can treat your body like it's like caffeine, right? When you're drinking alcohol, it's like gives you that that free free espresso shot, and that's why we kind of get to sleep. And you're now trying to change your mindset onto becoming better. But just imagine that your body's going through these feelings at the moment. 
imagine that there's a lot, your body's taking on a lot of toxins in your body. Now, if you agree with that, then you'll you'll understand that it's going to take a bit of time. It might even take longer than the week to get a proper night's sleep. Depending, and by the way, it says the bed like heavy drinkers that would take a bit longer, and it, the body would suffer a bit longer. But even, even if you don't regard yourself as being a heavy drinker, just, just imagine that your body is full of chemicals, and uh, they'll be out of sync. They'll be definitely out of sync. So, work. I would say, to summarise. Work on not drinking caffeine, right? Don't drink caffeine at all. I mean, you've got to drink it, drink it in the morning. But if you, don't drink caffeine at all, especially even up to about 12 o'clock. Don't drink caffeine. Stay away from it. And uh, you will notice that you will start to sleep better. Read a book before you go to bed as well, if you can read a book, or listen to this podcast. Give yourself that chance. Love yourself. Do yourself affirmations. I am an amazing person. And have a great day. Speak to you soon.